You're listening to the Above Target Sales Podcast, delivering insights into the sales process hosted by Stephen Croft. Hello and welcome to episode six of the Above Target Sales Podcast. My name is Stephen Croft and I'm your host. I am a sales professional with over 10 years experience working in sales. Today's episode is all about what happens if you work in sales and you don't use a sales process. There are many traps you can get caught in during a consultation if you don't follow a sales process. You'll make mistakes and assumptions and ultimately you'll lose more sales just because you have no sales process. There's three common mistakes you can make by not using a sales process. Number one, you don't ask enough of the right questions. Number two, you jump to providing a solution too quickly. And number three, you don't ask for the sale. There's many more mistakes you can make and I believe these are the top three, so I'll be going over them in today's episode. Okay, common mistake number one, you don't ask enough of the right questions. If you have a customer that has shown interest in your product, and they want to learn more, it's your job to ask questions, but they need to be the right questions. Okay, so what do I mean by the right questions? Well, let's follow the sales process. Connect, discover, create, commit, and talk about the right types of questions at each stage. During the connect stage, you are starting to build rapport with your customer, so you want to be asking them nice, easy questions about themselves. Questions like, how are you today? Are you enjoying this beautiful spring weather? It might seem pretty straightforward, and it is. We do this stuff on a daily basis. We are always meeting and greeting people, and the same happens to you. Every time you go to the supermarket, or you buy a coffee, or you call your bank, or you walk into a clothing store, we are always greeted, and hopefully greeted with a warm and friendly professional tone. It's something we expect, and are also expected to do. If you don't offer a friendly greeting, then you have no chance of building rapport. So spend some time in the connect stage by asking the right types of questions. A mistake we can often make is jumping straight to, how can I help you today? We definitely want to ask that question at some point, but I'd rather ask a few more rapport building questions first. It helps to have a little bit of chit chat first. Show your customer that you're warm and friendly and make them feel welcome. When your customer feels welcomed, you'll have more chance of them opening up and telling you as much as possible during the discover stage. This is exactly what we want. We want the customer to feel comfortable and do all the talking. During the discover stage, you are building on top of the rapport from the connect stage. Now we are getting into the reasons why your customer has approached you or agreed to wanting to learn more about your product or service. We want to ask open questions at this stage, questions that cannot be answered with a yes or no. Questions that produce an emotional response from your customer. You want to get the customer talking. The more they talk, the better. If you work in B2B sales, which is business to business sales, then you want to be asking questions like, I'm keen to learn more about your business. Tell me what you do. What made you get into that line of work? Tell me about the service you offer your customers. If you work in B2C sales, which is business to customer sales, then you want to be asking questions like, What would you like to happen by the end of this phone call? Or tell me about your ideal holiday plans. Or what can I do to help you find the right solution today? All these questions are dependent on your product or service, of course, so I hope you get the picture here. What we want to do during the discover stage is learn more about the customer. Ask open questions to get them talking. The right questions are going to open the customer up and they'll feel more comfortable with you because you are listening to them and showing genuine interest in them. 
Okay, well, um, let's say your product is televisions. A customer has approached you and has shown interest. You want to ask them what they want in a television. You also want to ask them what they don't want in a television. The same goes for your product or service. Ask them what they are not looking for. In most cases, your customer will be able to provide a long list of what they are not looking for as opposed to what they are actually looking for. It's easier to make a list of what we don't want than what we do want. By asking them what they are not looking for, you'll be able to make a list of pain points to ensure your product is the solution to those pain points. So during the create stage, you can relate your solution back to those pain points and show the customer how your product can solve their problems. During the create stage, you want to keep the customer involved while providing your solution. So you want to keep asking for feedback from your customer. You want to ask questions like, does this make sense? What are your thoughts about this feature? Do you have any questions? Is there anything you're not clear on? This looks pretty good, don't you think? So while you're giving your demonstration or going over the information on the quote, you want to ensure the solution you're providing is the right one. You can only do that by asking questions that are basically gathering feedback from your customer. Each time you ask a question and they say yes, you can then move on to the next part of the presentation. If they say no, then you want to focus on what it is about that certain feature that doesn't help them. If you don't ask for feedback during the create stage, you're going to be offering something to the customer that they don't want. Depending on the personality of the customer, they may just listen to your presentation and not tell you this is not what they're looking for. They may just end up telling you, thanks, I need to think about it. Now, if you don't ask for feedback while giving your presentation, this is what could happen. So keep the customer involved and keep asking for feedback. During the commit stage, you need to ask for the sale. It's as simple as that. If you've completed each stage successfully, then you should get a clear answer from the customer as to whether they are ready to purchase. They may say no at this point, and that's fine. The worst thing you can get as a salesperson is no answer at all. This is when your customer will disappear on you or give you some wishy-washy response. So if they say no at this point, I don't mind at all, at least I got a response. During the create stage, you've been asking all the right questions and getting feedback from your customer. And things are looking good and you're on the right track. They are definitely interested and your product or service is right for them. So because you've been getting all this great feedback, it's only natural to ask for the sale and close the deal. Common mistake number two, you jump to providing a solution too quickly. As salespeople, we are really eager to make sales. The only way we can make sales is to demonstrate our product or provide quotes. A customer won't buy something that they know nothing about. So it's really important for me as a salesperson to tell you all about what I'm selling. Just don't jump the gun and do it too quickly. Just because someone says, how much are flights to London? Doesn't mean you need to answer that question straight away. Or how long will it take for you to implement your service? These direct questions that you might get from a customer right at the start might seem like you need to get uh, give a direct response right away, but you don't have to. Sometimes it's not even possible to answer them right away, mainly because you need to do a little work to give the right answer. Even though your customer asks a direct question like that, doesn't mean that they want it answered immediately either. Sometimes they don't know what else to ask. They just start with the how much is it question. At this point, I would stick to the sales process. Don't deviate from the sales process. I would advise your customer you will definitely be able to help them today. 
then start the sales process. Start at Connect and go from there. Try not to be too eager to provide a solution or talk about how amazing your product or service is. You need to focus 100% on the customer and get them talking. If you just jump to the solution without asking any discover questions, then you'll end up wasting time attempting to sell to someone that is not suited for your product or service. Or you'll focus on the wrong elements of your product and lose the customer. Stick to the sales process. It works. Common mistake number three. You don't ask for the sale. Just remember, you don't work at a free information booth. Your job is to make sales. You weren't hired to just tell people stuff all day long. Working in sales is all about relationship building. When you follow the sales process, you are building a relationship with your customer. You're learning about them, earning their trust. They are learning about you. You're building rapport. You're the person that is going to solve their specific problem. If you don't ask for the sale, then you are breaking the natural cycle of the sales process. Imagine if you went to a clothing store to buy a new jacket and the salesperson assisted you to find the right one, asked you all the right questions, asked you for feedback on the right jacket, and then didn't ask you if you wanted to buy it. Imagine if they just walked away when you were giving them clear buying signals. It's not natural. The customer wants you to ask them for the sale. It's only natural. Don't be afraid to ask for the sale. Who cares if they say no? I'd rather they say no than nothing at all. And even if they do say no, maybe there's something else you can offer that they might be interested in. So just go for it. Ask for the sale. So if you don't have a sales process in place, those are the three common mistakes you'll end up making. Even with a sales process in place, you might still make mistakes. There's nothing wrong with that. The only problem with making mistakes is not learning from those mistakes and improving your sales skills as you move forward. I'll end this episode with a quote from a famous basketball player, Michael Jordan. I've failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.